I was <laughs> greetings, everyone, and welcome to the forty fifth episode of Theories and Thoughts podcast. With your hostess Anya and Fancy. I was looking at um, you know. I just I always want to just improve on what, what, what we're doing, and I was looking at the YouTube. I was looking at um, the a couple of episodes, and I'm always. Mm-hmm. Looking at and you are like I, I'm like Anya and <laughs> so wait I mean I'm, but I'm not understanding what did you get from it what what's the observation Do you it was funny it was funny that I'm always that first of all it always catches in conversation like we're like um oh it's about to come on and the countdown is going on and I think at two that's when it really goes on but we still have a one so it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. I was looking at one of our episodes from last October and I was like, where's my clapper? Where's my clapper? <laughs> I, I, for, and I'm so still, I don't know, out of it since like, I'm sitting here like, um, oh, that's what you were saying before. I was like, where is your clapper now? You know, as we've progressed on, I have not heard uh, you mention it. I know, I don't know where it's at. I don't know where it's at. I don't know where it's at, and that's okay. It was just funny to me that I'm just like, you know, just to see how we've progressed also. Yeah. So. Congratulations are in order for Tiana Taylor and Iman. Um, I'm not going to attempt his middle, his last name. Uh, huh? I think it's Shrumper, isn't it? It's S-H-U- Okay, never mind. <laughs> right. Y'all know who we talk about, but I was y'all just know who we talking about. Like I always say, y'all know who we talk about. And it's funny how we just relate. I just feel like I talk so much and you just be like, Okay, girl. That's what it feel like. So uh-huh. see now it's anyway. Um they welcome their baby girl Rose Rose. Rose Rose with the help of Erica Badu. They Whoa. deliver her in the bathroom. They always try to find, from what, he, what Iman said, was they always try to find a bathroom with great energy. And I guess that one had great energy because the baby shower was what? Um, Saturday. The baby shower was Saturday and the baby came the next day. Okay. Okay. Well, two things though. I think it's Rue. Rue Rose. Because I remember thinking like that was cute. The are you Rue. But also, um, I think when I cause I saw his post, it was really sweet, by the way. But I think he was saying in the future. Because she, you know, she, she also um delivered Junie in the bathroom too. Yeah. So, so- but I'm saying, like, I, 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 just, I don't think they were intentionally, you know, but I don't think that's what you were saying either. But it was just kind of like the way, I don't know, maybe it's just a kind of perspective of reading it. But I thought he was saying, like, so in the future, they now know to always choose, you know, a house with a bathroom with good energy because, like, this is kind of becoming a pattern or something. But I could have read that. You know, I, thought it was differently. I thought that they were saying that, I don't know, it don't matter. I thought that they were saying, that they make it and they're intentional about a bathroom. And um I know they didn't want they didn't want the hospital. 
This time, Erica had been said that she was going to be the doula. You know, I was actually one of one of the ladies that I know is being a doula, and I got the information. So I might be a doula later on in life. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Add that to something else I want to do in life: deliver babies. Come on now. What's up with my accent though? Anywho, Usher and his girlfriend, I think her name is Jennifer, announced that they're having a baby. So this will be Usher's third baby. He has two boys already with his ex-wife, Tamika. Okay. So congratulations. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, and honestly, I'm not trying to, because I know I saw a lot of speculation about Usher and, you know, but congratulations to them. I just said, okay, because um just you know i know you've been talking y'all probably don't know this watching i was trying i remember just as we came on something else i needed to do so that's why if i seem like i'm not interested in sorry it's not that it's just like i'm trying to make certain i don't forget you know to have something else ready for later on the show okay but yeah congratulations to them though and i see um she's like a big music exec or something i i didn't know her originally but i kind of looked her up oh i am her. Her? i know her you said you forgot some. I forgot my um my water. Oh well. Wait, wait, do you want a minute? Nope. Okay. I don't think right here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, like, well, uh, I never said dehydrated, so I really couldn't. Yeah. But I don't have my I don't have my uh tumbler tonight. So no, I always have my tumbler. Oh well. Y'all know what it is. In every video, I have my tumbler. <laughs> On some um, hmm, news, I, mm, it's not news, but it is um, social media news. And I just wanted to kind of talk through this whole situation. There was a video going around on social media of a young lady named Trini. She's um, being what people are called uh, are saying abuse, and I agree abused by her mother by her stepmother and by her father in the the post that the father said after the fact he said that he's trying to help his child and some about smoking marijuana at someone's house however in the video it sounds like they're saying what did you do to your sister what did you do to your sister um tell him what you're doing what you did to your sister and you have a court case and different things I want to talk about this because everybody disciplined differently and you know people discipline how they want to in their own home however i felt that if this is how you're choosing to discipline your child why record it why was it recorded were you trying to shame shame your child or you know, and then they talked about her mother in the video. The parts that I did watch, I didn't watch the whole thing. But they're saying, you know, where's your mom? Where's your mom? And different things. And, you know, I was... The person that I seen posted, they, were, they, they said that the father was supposed to protect the child. Which they are. I feel like a parent is supposed to protect the child from different things. This is one of the reasons why I really... And nothing, nothing to anybody that's a single parent or what have you, but that was one of the reasons why I never wanted to have kids without being married. And sometimes I know marriages break up, but through situations that I've had with a stepmother of mine, also 
hearing about step parents abusing a child is something that I just would I, now don't get me wrong I have awesome step parents now but in the past and I you know it's kind of it's one of those things that I don't want that for my child you know what I'm saying and she was recording it the um the stepmother was recording she had the video you know at first because my best friend was saying that she thought that they were um that it, that the girl was recording and they came in on her but no it was a parent it was the woman that was recording and the father was there they was hitting her um my best friend said they was spitting on her I, be I believe that it was abuse. I feel like it was abuse. You know, again, you do what you want in your house with your child, but why did you have to record it? If that's how you was going to do, because then you open the door for public perception, you know, opinion mm -hmm. one. And, um, Waka's mother has a little girl now. Okay. <clears throat> So that's just take on it. My take is just first of all, it was dead as wrong. It was dead wrong on all the courts. Um, I don't feel like you should treat your treat that child like that. She's scarred for life. Um, and my last thing is why record it if that's what you was gonna do anyway. I don't believe in shaming your kid like that. But you know, I've seen, you know, we see the, we see the, we see where they're like, oh, you want to be a grown, you want to be grown. And they put pigtails in the kids hair. I had, um, someone do that to me when I was young like, but I wasn't trying to be grown. I just was developing and different things. So it didn't trigger me, but it made me go back to a time, but I, I never, I'm not a weed smoker. So you know, that wouldn't have been my story and nothing, I wouldn't have done nothing to a, a, a stepsister or anything. However, you know, we see those things that, oh, you want to be grown, so I'll put these pigtails in your hair. You're going to have to wear your clothes like this. I don't think it's the same thing, but both of them are shaming your child and it can scar them for life. Yeah. But you're a mother. What's your take? Well, I um actually like, okay, so... I didn't watch the whole video. I couldn't take watching the whole video. I'm not like, I don't care how crazy I can get. Uh, violence is just still not really, you know, I just can't, I have an issue kind of with hitting other people. I even have an issue kind of with just even when I did, I guess you say whip to discipline my kids. Like I even kind of had an issue with it and they kind of know even, you know, as they, as they got older, kind of knew that, oh, we really got to be expecting no type of physical whooping, you know, because that's just not, but I have in the past now, but I mean, then I began to just kind of see it just, I guess, kind of, as I begin to see my kids more so as like, oftentimes I feel like a lot of people don't view their kids like actual people, like with a brain and, you know, feelings and problems and things like that. And I'm not one of those, you know, I'm not trying to like I'm some parenting expert or something, but for this reason, I do try to do a lot of things differently with my kids because I often do put myself in their shoes. So with all that being said, I definitely do not agree with the video. Um, I didn't, I didn't totally know what the, 
what the girl did. Um, what did you say? Trinity. I didn't know exactly what she did, but I did hear something about the stepsister too. And actually, the way I kind of heard it, they kind of went on into a whole different direction. I'm not even going to repeat it because, like, actually, um, Dylan, who is kind of like my little viral, like, she picks out a lot of videos, like, okay, this is going to go viral. And when she sent it to me and I started watching it, I was like, I'm not going to share it. And, you know, she was like, well, you know, so and so going to share it. And I'm like, you know what? That's them, but I don't feel like. I'm, I think that they did share the video, like the the the, the dad and the stepmom stepmom shared the video to shame the daughter. But I would I didn't want my outlet to be a part in that, you know, to continue to shame her because I think that that's like it is really taking it too far. I think sometimes as parents we do, you know, kids can get under your skin in a way that nobody else can. But oftentimes that's because they're doing things that you know. You may have not even shown them, but that's coming from you. You know, they may have never actually saw you do that. But I think oftentimes it's because it is a part of us. So, with again, I didn't think that they should have shared it. One thing I also wanted to kind of note at one point when I was watching it, I heard the stepmom kind of like saying something like, you know, oh, I don't know how to do all this on Instagram or whatever, because he had said, oh, I think they went live on Facebook and maybe he was like, oh, we should have been on Instagram or something. And, you know, she was like, well, I don't know how to do all that. Being that I actually have a situation where it's my youngest daughter lives with her dad and stepmom, that just kind of, the whole thing did not sit well with me. Um, but then at the same time, like, and you know, of course, um, I have teenage daughters. And so they were kind of like, did she do this? You know, what was she doing? Was it for cloud? Because then I think when they started seeing, when people started seeing her communicate with Miss Dale Walker's mom, you know, it was just like, I don't know you know we kind of didn't it was like okay we don't know should we feel bad for her or you know it almost seems like she's i'm not gonna say capitalizing off of this but you know and i'm talking about trinity the girl but it was just kind of a weird situation i just wouldn't ever want to put my kids through something like that and i don't see why any other parent would because that moment is going to live on forever well beyond you all you know so regardless i know we oftentimes talk about how within a black community we have this issue of um not discussing what goes on in our house but that was just something that you know but really and i even told dylan i was like if i if anything i would be ready to call um you know child protective services or somebody i'm not trying to share the video though but that's just kind of my take on things with it right um i remember i know what you're saying about the part that kind of went all the way left hey sharona um I, I that's what i'm saying so i didn't know if they were saying with the with her dad or hey clarice i never said her name right clarissa clarissa um i don't think that she's using it for clout but if she's gonna get it if dad abney is going to reach out for her and try to take her in from that there's there has to be something that happened that that's going on in that house for them to even do that that i mean you know and if somebody's going to treat you a little bit better i would i would definitely um go to them so that's all we have on that Mm. Well, to a lighter note, versus Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight, baby. I am on the midnight train to Georgia on the midnight train. Girl, I'm ready. I'm ready for Patty to be hollering everything. Come on now. I know, I know, I know. You know, I get excited about stuff like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, okay, whatever. <sighs> I'm going to 
excited, honey. I am excited. I needed a, I need Anita Baker to come on too now. Come on now. Um, Patty about the clown. Okay, she about the. Ah! Okay. Yeah. I wish you could see Libra down <laughs> down here laughing. Oh, I just I listen to both, but I'm, I'm not just you know, and I'm not gonna lie. If they brought a needy, and I probably just wouldn't watch. This gonna be too slow for me. I ain't got the time. Like <laughs> Brandon, them already did three hours. Oh my gosh, can you imagine what they be trying to do? Hey, Mariah, you see Mariah? Uh, hey, Mariah. Okay, that's all I have. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Y'all look. This is me. Baby, I'm going to be up in here. <laughs> me, I will text you what songs I want to hear, and you just text me when it's time to come. But I will say, in the, in the third grade, my class one, when we sang uh, Midnight Train to Georgia, though. Like, First of all, you texted me like you were texting me um, during Brandy. Everybody can like, when they going to come on? When, and like, as soon as I text, I was like, "On oh, you probably like if you quit damn texting me, you could be." I don't have the patience for that though. Y'all better come on here. Let me tell you, you and Anitra both was texting me. So about like, when they coming out there, Anitra like, "Well, I didn't like that song by Brandy. At least you wasn't texting me throughout." She was like, "Well, why she play that? What's up?" Because I'm like, "Girl, stop." I've asked me yeah. that. Enjoy. But okay, okay. Well, y'all, um, I actually have an important message to share tonight right before I bring our guest in because I know it is 7.20, but I wanted to take a minute to talk to you all about something that is important and um, it's voting because the election is November the 3rd, but there's also going to be some local elections taking place as well. So I know that, or at least I would think that we all know how much we have at stake right now, you know, um, how important these elections are are as well as there are being quite a bit of conflicting messages all of a sudden coming out and i kind of think it's too late for that like you know if y'all wanted to do all this we should have been trying to do this last year prepare for it now don't come into this election with it we might have to hold those ideas off for the next four years that's kind of me personally speaking but either way um we do know that this is really important so um elections have consequences and the unprecedented circumstances that we are living in are a clear example of that when a country state or a local government lacks leadership the effects can be felt in every aspect of our lives we can transform our communities you can make a difference and it starts with us being prepared we have a lot at stake in the next coming weeks so will you rise to be in the change maker i want you all or i ask you all to join me um as I'm going to be also joining in. I'm not taking part in this event, but I'm actually going to be watching. So tomorrow evening, Metromorphosis, Morph, I'm sorry, Metromorphosis and the Power Coalition is going to be hosting the mass meeting on what's at stake to find out what you need to know about voting in the pandemic. The meeting is being held online and you need to register in advance. State Representative Ted James, Ashley Shelton of the Power Coalition, Sybil Holt and Representative Royce DePlaces are going to be able to break down and tell you what you need to know and how to be able to safely cast your vote, which we know is like really important because that is one reason why some people are doubting going to the polls. Um, also, Raymond Jessen of Metromorphosis is gonna, is gonna be moderating this panel. So 
can't afford to miss it. I actually do have an interview that I'm going to be doing tomorrow online at 6. But as soon as I finish, I will be tuning in. And I know since it is going to be a panel that they might be on for at least a good hour. So if you, you know, you might not be able to catch the beginning, but do try to catch some part of it because I know that they're going to be giving out a lot of useful information. And even if you aren't within the Baton Rouge or, the East, ba or uh, East Baton Rouge Parish community, then you can still learn something that can possibly help you with your other, you know, with wherever you're at and wherever you're planning to vote. So um, I'm going to uh, drop the link to that for you all to be able to join in. One second. And then I promise you I'm going to begin to leave. I just wanted to make certain that I took the time to let you all know about that because it's important. So I agree with you on, um, we should have been talking about the ideas before. Don't come up in here with this. Don't, don't come up in here with this. Talking about, oh, we need for the black. We should have been saying it. We should have we should have been saying that. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> okay. So but I, I'm glad that y'all also agree because I've been I did see some stuff today. <laughs> so uh, y'all uh bringing in our guest now is Miss Libra J. Hicks of our children's story. And Libra, I'm gonna let you kind of introduce yourself to our audience and tell them about the organization and yourself because I know you can do it better. So <laughs> that part. Um, my name is Libra Hicks, and I am founder president of Our Children's Story, a nonprofit organization that services the special needs community. Um, since COVID, we've actually moved to a more virtual platform. We have a specialized group where we offer programs and services through this group. Um, since COVID is here, we can't be in the homes and really you know, touch the community like community like we normally do. So we've moved to a more virtual platform, which has allowed us partnerships with people we wouldn't have been able to partner with prior to COVID. So it's been it's been great. I don't know if you guys can see, but we are in my center. I've partnered with AG Educational Group. She's actually on another meeting. Um, I partnered with AG Educational Group. We have a digital learning cafe and parent resource center. And it is, it's an inclusive cafe where if the mom or dad or family are not able to do digital learning at home effectively, meaning your hands in being available to answer questions because you may be working from home or you might have to go into the office, you can bring them here and we will nurture them and take care of them. We will do tutoring. We will sit with them with digital learning. It is inclusive. We do take special needs children. Uh, we're not doing medically fragile yet, but we are taking children who are moderate, um, not severe, and we are assisting the community. We have scholarships that we are awarding for the cafe so it's a, it's a lot of things going on girl it's a lot of things i'm excited for you all because i know that the work that you do is really important also i just kind of want to back up one second though because you didn't really tell everybody you were kind of you went into like like y'all got a lot of this stuff going on but also let them know what our children's story does like you know so as what we do is we do a lot of support groups. We do a lot of education on IEPs, how to advocate effectively. We do a lot of financial training. We teach families how to manage their finances. One of the things that a lot of families do not consider when you're caring for a disabled loved one or elderly is what does the future look like when you are no longer or if something happens to you tomorrow? What will happen going forward? A lot of families don't understand that the state gets involved and 
that your, your child then becomes awarded to the state. There's a lot of planning that goes into making sure your child or your, your loved one that you're caring for is taken care of. We care for, we take care of doctor's appointments. If you can't meet the copay and we have the budget, we will cover that. We've covered prescriptions. We've covered, we've done utility assistance. We've done groceries. We've done medical supplies. We've done, you know, we've assisted with raising money for funerals when children have passed. It's, it's a lot that we, we do. I don't have like, it's kind of hard to like bullet point exactly. It's kind of like if there's a need that needs to be met and we have the budget to meet it, then I'll meet the need. Um, so that's pretty much what we do. It's, it's a lot under this umbrella um, with the with the sisterhood group. We're able to we're going to be able to stream the gala. People that typically wouldn't have access to come physically to Georgia to participate are now able to participate. Um, I have honorees in other states that can participate. I'm not just limited to Georgia. Um, so that's pretty much, you know, inclusive opportunities. We do a lot of that. It's not a lot of opportunities for the special needs community because unfortunately society says what pretty is, you know, if pretty does not meet the standard of society, guess what? You don't get an opportunity. So for me, it's important. I have two boys with special needs. My oldest son, Anthony Jr., he's 14 and he has cerebral palsy and epilepsy. He's 100% dependent. No one's going to come and offer him anything. And if they do, it's out of sympathy. It's never for what his value is, what his being is, what he offers this world. He's Because of his physical limitations, he's been written off. Um, my youngest son, Lyric, who's four, has autism. They deem him incapable because he might just need a few corrections, a little, just a little bit redirecting. But based on society, he's not good enough to have the same equal opportunities as a typical functioning child would. So we do a lot of events to make sure that they are incorporated, that they feel important. If they are, I have a DJ who has cerebral palsy. I make it a point to hire him whenever I can to keep him employed as much as I can. We just don't. I, that's why I'm here. We just don't get the chance, and so I'm here to give it. <laughs> and I remember meeting the DJ. Even as you were talking, I was thinking about him then, you know. And um, also even with the vendors that you had at the last gala, like you know that that. And I don't know. This wasn't just one of my original questions, but just you know, because I really think that what you're doing is so important. And then also, I'm like, dang, I'm kind of cutting you out because you know. But I <laughs> But I, I just kind of, one thing I think that has been hard um, just for me, even like when I'm trying to report on this, like you mentioned something um, at the gala and I think you, I, I quoted it in the article just uh, in the recap when I was, when you said that about like people often say, I can't imagine. And then you was like, you know, you don't have to imagine because I'm telling you. And, and that always really makes me think twice now. But at the same time, I still kind of struggle with, like, I don't know how to to really discuss this subject. You know, I don't know if Anya feels this way. I don't really know, like, should we say special needs? You know, I don't really know. I know what you're saying. So, okay. you know I'm real, girl. You know I'm real. Well, I was, uh, saying, I was there is really no right or wrong way, right? When people get upset over certain terms, it's because they haven't healed from the diagnosis. They haven't healed from being receiving information that is life-changing. They're not healed from the emotion that comes with not having what everybody else has, right? So there's really no 
right or wrong. There's really no say this, don't say that. You'll tap dance forever doing that. Just report it as you can, the best way that you can. You can't you can't do it like I can because you don't live it every day. So I know how to tap dance with my people. I know, okay, this particular person can't handle if I come off the cuff and keep it real and use these terms. They, I, you know, one of the reasons I've got into advocacy is because a lot of people get caught up in the definition when they're filling out applications. And unfortunately, the terms, the incorrect terms based on emotions that people have are in the textbooks. My argument to families is you got to be okay with the terms. You can't change what they have pegged these terms to be, but you can change how you respond and receive it. If this is not your life, if you don't view your child as this, then don't engage in it. So words like retard, that doesn't bother me. We use that word loosely, like we use the N-word. It doesn't have an effect on me because I don't view my children as retards. And if we really did the homework on what the definition means, it has nothing to do with the special needs community in the, in the first place, even the word handicap. It doesn't have, it was, when the word was created, it had no intent for this community. It was migrated in to be used for the community. So there's really for you, report it as you can, the best way you see fit, the best way that your heart tells you to do it. That's the best way to do it. Because otherwise, you'll tap dance and you can't do that. You'll become a puppet, girl. They're they, they emotional. And I get it because I've been there. I know what it's like to get hit with stuff. And it, it, with Moo, it, my oldest, I call him Moo. He prepared me for my youngest because it was one thing after another after another. And it was touch and go at times and it was okay is he coming home is he not coming home oh my god he cold blue oh my god is this i went through that so any little thing would set me off it's equivalent to the politics going on you really don't know how to work because everybody is emotional as hell so there's really no way for you to move just just verbalize it the best way you can based on the perceptions that you have i was gonna say that um <clears throat> Everything that you just said, Libra, is 100% true. I, um, when I did, when um, when I decided education, the college that I went to, I had to do a, um, I had to do a certificate, and my certificate is special needs. So I say special needs or special education in the teacher room. My degree is education, so we say special needs are special, um, um, special education. I actually adore special needs kids. They are the sweetest kids. They are so loving. I first was introduced to just that whole aspect. Yeah, you have the kids when you're in school, but as an adult, um, I was dating a guy and his nephew had autism. And we were somewhere, we were at, I think we were in the hospital, his mother was in the hospital. And his nephew had, they climbed all on me. But I was okay. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm 20 something, early 20s. And he's just kissing on me and he's just all over me. And that's when I fell in love with it. So it was kind of, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I want to work with special needs kids. I want to. I want to work with autism. I want to work with emotional disturbed behavior. I want to work with all the rest of these kids that nobody else is going to want to deal with. All right. And um, you said something, you said that you employ them because other people won't. I'm like that with black people. Like, I <laughs> employ black people because I'm like, you know, intentionally go find a black doctor in this or this, that, the other because nobody's going to employ them. 
Um, I don't know if you remember, I met you last May. Um, at the um, at the conference. <laughs> the conference. Yes, Sam. Absolutely love everything that you do, and Aww. I applaud you for having your own kids and still having the heart to help everyone else. But it puts you on the front line to decide to, you know, to. It puts you on the front line of seeing what is the need. So my question is, and I may have looked at this, but just for our audience, how long have you been doing this? And what was the turning point that made you say, you know what, I want to do this. I have to be an advocate. I have to start this business to do it. So for me, it started when I first recognized that my son was having challenges. So around when he was maybe three, things were like real, real rough. We, we, it, it, was, it was a rough period. And I was doing support groups at a library in uh, Snow Mountain, Georgia. And that's how all of this kind of just morphed into what it is now. I literally started as a support group. It was literally me and about two other moms. And we got together once a month on a Sunday um, at a library. And we would, the intent was to share resources, to vent. Um, and because truth be told, for us melanated folks, it's hard to gain access to the resources. So it's kind of like if you, if you go to a white woman, if you go to Canadian, whoever, the Caucasus Mountains people, whoever, well, they're not telling you, you know, this is available, that's available. You have to dig and read and research, but not everyone is as resilient as me. Even with Anthony being in and out of the hospital and touch and go moments and surgery after surgery and this and that, it, there were, I just, I'm like, my, my duty, even in the state of mind that I was in, is to make sure that he's okay. So if I got to read 35 million pamphlets to find the answer, well, then I guess I'm going to read 35 million pamphlets. But everybody isn't as resilient. They get tired. You, you know, when it comes to taking care of a medically fragile child, it depends on you for every ounce of their being it takes a lot you know what i'm saying it's, it's a very taxing situation so by the time you've battled with insurance battled with the schools you don't have it in you you just don't have it in you but i had it in me and one of the things that i noticed doing the support groups at the library was wait a minute i'm the only one with a plethora of information Something's wrong here. Something is wrong here. I'm the only one with a plethora of information. But they're in breakdown and in pain. And the answer right here. So they're too tired. You're too tired to read. Okay, now what does this need to look like? Because this is more than a support group. And then I didn't know what a 501c3 was. I didn't know what a nonprofit was. I'd heard of nonprofit, but I didn't know what it entailed. Until a lady at the library presented me with a flyer and said, listen. I want you to go to this free workshop about grants and 501c3 and nonprofits. And I'm like, okay, it's just, I don't know what this is, but it sounds like information. So what day, what time and where? Okay, I guess I'll be there. And when I got there, I learned so much and I said, okay, that's what I should be doing. And I didn't have a name. I didn't have anything. It just literally was, okay, this is what I should be doing. And so I just said, I don't know 
what this will morph into, what it's going to look like. But I do know what will take me is my honesty, my loyalty, and my knowledge. And so I'm going to package that on up, and we just will make it do what it do. And that's, I mean, we went from that to this whole situation here. <laughs> Girl, look. Honesty, loyalty, and what was the last one? Honey, honesty, loyalty, and knowledge. And knowledge. Um, what you said was so true. So many times people write off their kids and they're not willing to put in the work because they've already written off the child. They're trying to make it seem like they haven't written off the child. But baby, that right there, I'm going I'm to I'm be quoting you. You know, because you became an advocate for your child. So now you advocate for other children. And I can appreciate that. Thanks. So I know that last year, the gala, um, Fancy was able to attend. I was going to try to attend, but I wasn't able to make it. Um, Fancy, were you an honoree or something? No, I wasn't covered it, but I had such a good time, though. It, it okay. was so nice. I couldn't like, around. My apologies. <laughs> and okay. she had talked about it, and she said, Libra had it was so nice. And, and I was like, okay. You know, now I'm mad because I missed it. You know, you know, you'll be like, I should I, I should have figured but it you out. Can this year, girl, it's virtual, boo. It's virtual. All you got to do is log in this year, baby. And the whole week, the week of the gala, I have events all week in my group. So we have IEP workshop. We have a yoga class. We have a financial class. We have a concert. Like, we have a plethora of things that's going to pop off the entire week leading to the gala. So it's... It's going to be one for the books. It's new for me. You know, the virtual arena doing stuff virtual. I'm like, okay, we're going to make it work. Because I ain't canceling. I'm just not going to do that. So tell us the dates. Tell us the dates. Tell us what's going on each day. I wanted to segue into that. Tell us what's, what can be expected. And what do you need from Ooh. us? So what, okay, so the date is September 26th. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern time via Zoom. You can get, y'all, my phone going off. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on, hold on. One second. My phone just going off. Um, you can get the tickets on my website. They are free. Tickets are free. So you just have to register for the event to get the reminders. But all you need to do is go to my website, ourchildrensstory.org, and you will see events. Just go on, on the events. Click on purple and green gala. It will provide you with information about the gala and how to register. Um, each day we have makeup. We have Monday. What do we have Monday? Monday we have IEP class. Tuesday, I believe that is yoga. Wednesday, we have makeup with my makeup artist Lily. Thursday, we have oh my God, we have oh it's we have a financial advisor coming in. Friday is the concert, and I still have people coming in to be a part. So it might be three or four events in a day. I don't know. We're going to see what the emails do when I read them. <laughs> but we have something every day. We will have plenty of giveaways, raffles. So even if you don't have the money to spend, I have something for you. There's opportunity to win stuff. You can buy raffle tickets to win beautiful things. People have donated for me to auction off um you get to see see the honorees accept their award awards they have i've just shipped them out so they all should be touching down into their locations now package them up real pretty with the awards and self-care items so that they can do have their spa treatments the gala for me 
is an opportunity to, we don't do a lot of appreciating one another. We don't do a lot of recognizing one another. Everything is just me, 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 I, 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 take, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. No one ever stops to say, I see you. I see what you're striving towards. I see how you've elevated. I see what you put in. I value you. I appreciate you. We are so far beyond that. And through my organization, not only am I helping families that care for loved ones with special needs, but my one of my biggest goals is to dispel that black women came to business. Yes, we can. She over here. I know she she ain't trying to get in this camera right now because she just came up on me and I ain't gonna put her on the spot. But <laughs> but oh she wants she got the nerve to be watching y'all. I see her coming. <laughs> hey Lisa. Everybody say hey Lisa. There you go. Hey Lisa. <laughs> hey Lisa. <laughs> so we I really want to get rid of the stigma that is placed on us. I want to show that we do do community service, that we can have difficult situations and work through them and still love each other and be open and honest and communicate to build. We don't do that. So I am on a mission to show that it can be done. My partner, whole female, black female. My grant writer, whole black female. Okay, my staff, whole, all black women. So I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, this is much bigger than me when you fully walk in your purpose and then i'll shut up <laughs> when you fully walk in your purpose there's nothing that can actually stop you there's not a distraction that can take you off your path there is nothing that can keep you from reaching that my goal is much bigger it's beyond my children it's beyond me this is you this is fantasy this is lisa this is everybody that feels stuck and, and incapable. Every move I, is purposeful so women can see it can be done. There is no trying. Honey, I'm right here and I'm doing it all and I'm going to lay it out so you can do it too. Wow. I love it. I, I just want to say, um, when you said it about like when you're operating in your purpose, it's almost as if because to me, I began to see it as if like everything almost becomes figure outable. I don't know how you say it, but you know, like you start to just be like a lot of things before you might have been like, oh, I don't know how I could now it's just like, no, nah, I just need to figure out how to get this done and I know I can make that happen. So I totally feel you on that. And then there was also um, some, oh, I wanted to ask you because I have this link tree link up on the crawler. Is that one still good to you? Yes, that is good. That is a link tree that puts you directly to, into anything. If you click on the purple and green gala, it'll drop you in a registration. If you want to learn more about OCS, it'll drop you on my website. Link tree is so much easier. It gains you access to everything right on site. Girl. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> I also wanted to know that, like, what is the when you mentioned the IEP? I wasn't familiar with what that is. So IEP is an individualized educational plan and oh. it's individualized per each child. So all it is is that the school system, you'll do an evaluation to see what services and what programs the school system offers and that you may qualify for. Now, the sticky thing with that is that's where the advocacy piece comes in, because unfortunately, what the system will do is try to shortchange you, especially us melanated folks. And they bank on us not reading. They bank on us not knowing. So that's where the advocacy comes in because parents really don't know what their rights are, what they are entitled to, what they what they have access to. Sometimes information is left out. Sometimes they will dumb it down and, not, and intentionally not give you stuff. So it's a lot. I mean, the, it's, it's, it's pretty much what it is, but it's still some intricate things that have to happen in order for black families to be treated fairly. And that's why the advocates are needed. Correct. Because I, I, it, it's, it's kind of like this. 
if your kid is a it cannot um take a test something as simple as they're not good test takers in 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 any form right i know what you're saying right have a whisper phone where he can whisper he can say he can say it out loud and he hears it because some kids have to hear what they're saying with adhd and things right. like that so it could be something as small as that it could be something as small as when they're taking a test they're taken out of the classroom mm -hmm. and someone is reading the question to them and teaching them my nephew had um he had inclusive and exclusive so he had someone that would come in and work with him and this is for all students like they can have a, a person come in and work with them on their work inside the classroom and then they have times when they take them out of the classroom and, and work, work with them individually so iep for a special needs kid is so important and that's when you have to advocate because if you don't know that my child needs to hear this in order for them to do it if they banking on you not doing it, they're not going to do it and these things are free yeah pull this yeah. child this yeah. is free to the parent you know in different things it's even in college you know with me being dyslexic there's things that i could have tapped into but i was like let me get out out of here with this degree right but, <laughs> right um, there's different things but you have to read like libra said you have to read up on it you have to know what your rights is and you have to force them to do it wow yeah, i've never heard of that um but i have been kind of just just since you all are you know i'm kind of seeing it maybe possibly even kind of along the same lines um of like how with the with children being labeled as 504 and like yeah. my therapist was actually telling me that it's actually kind of beneficial for us to allow our kids to be labeled that way whereas like pretty much for as long as i've been hearing it because this is still kind of new to me um just kind of like helping a family member i've begun to kind of learn about this and everybody was like oh no i uh -uh, don't want to be labeled that you know and so i was like oh okay so we're supposed to keep this a secret and then as I was talking with my therapist about it more, she was like, why, you know, why are you all doing that? Don't you realize that there are benefits to that? You know, don't you realize that that could actually be the scholarship? You know, that could be how so-and-so pays for college if you go through with it. But initially when you hear that, you know, you begin to think it's a bad thing. And she actually told me that it's a lot of people that don't look like us that actually allow their kids to be labeled this way so that they can get those. You know, what's funny when you say that fancy and I'm going to just keep it 100. Us melanated folks have got to stop being so emotional when you hear certain terms, because when the white folks go do stuff, they using all them terms. We get bent out of shape about every term that you are bent out of shape out about is what's getting them into them doors that you complain about wanting to be in. You just don't want to play the game the way it needs to be played to get into the door. And then when you make it in the door, you change the rules. Yeah. You want to change the rules. Tell them how you're going to come in their house, how you going to rearrange their furniture, child. And they're not about to let you do that. You work a lot harder, not smarter. You play their game. You learn the rules. You get in the house. Mm -hmm. Let them like you enough to change up some things. And then you can make some moves. But all this hollering and screaming and gimme, gimme, gimme ain't going to do nothing. Them terms that move you to cry and flip out and do all that unnecessary emotional mess is what's keeping you from having access to what you need to have quality of life. If we can understand that them emotions is what's causing you to not have, you might get a little something. I'm just saying.
I totally agree with you. And that's my team. <laughs> I remember you're so silly. I remember as when I used to nanny, um, there was a, a little boy, and you know what an autism kid, they don't like to be around well, they can be around other people, but loud noises. Yeah. And then they're watching like moves that's too fast don't work for them. And they want to touch. They they don't so I remember a kid um coming and displaying different things. Now I'm not a diagnostician, however, because I have taken the classes, I can kind of spot spot it. And the mom said the dad wouldn't want wouldn't let the child, the child was like three, wouldn't let him get tested, get diagnosed because of the shame. And that's the thing, we have shame. I feel like as an adult, I found out that I was dyslexic, but I always read slow. And, you know, although I was highly functioning, I went to one of the best high schools in New Orleans. I went to the best high school in New Orleans. We had to take a test to get in there. You know, I was, I was, I, I was smart. I just had that one thing. I could not react, did not like read. Now I'm a journalist. Who would have thought? However, it's that. You know, yeah. if I would have got the help back in third grade when they was putting me in that and my parents didn't, you know, didn't allow it or whatever reason didn't allow me to the forces that be that would have allowed me. Maybe, you know, I would have grown to like reading. But here I am. I hate it because it's like the comprehension. And yeah. I'm one of them kids that could have used the whisper phone. I'm going to tell you a documentary to watch. Do you remember Willowbrook? Willow Brook is a documentary, and I and I and I want you to watch that. It will break down a lot of things, a lot of things that people don't understand, especially when it comes to us melanated folks. And I mean, us brown folks, Spanish folks, Mexican folks, Puerto Rican, Dominican. We all are one and the same, but that's another conversation. Um, what they do is they make more from our ignorance and not us getting the diagnosis you know what happens what we do we turn them over to the state to take care of them because now we stressed as hell right mm -hmm. so now we put them in these group homes what you think is happening in these group homes their spirits is being broke down because there's abuse there's high abuse high because there's unqualified people lack of staff to take care of these individuals they bank on that so that you can willingly say i can't do it i ain't got no 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 here you do it and then you let these people do whatever they want because you gave up. And that's why they evoke certain emotions on certain words, just like with funeral. And this is gonna sound cold, but I'm gonna go on and say it. Order a process of life. Death is happening, whether it's today, tomorrow, five years from now, 10 years from now. We all got an expiration date, but what is the common thing that we all do? We flip out when the person dies. Oh my God, so-and-so died. But people been dying for how long? And why are we still emotionally attached to that? That's how they get you to spend all your money at these funerals, because you are emotionally attached. You ain't supposed to be spending that kind of money on a damn funeral, but for some reason, we get caught up in the emotion which drives us to do crazy things that don't make no sense. That's how they keep making money. And then it keeps you in a state of cloud to keep you from doing this and researching. So now you ain't researching nothing because you're just out here focusing straight on emotion. They should be doing. 
I get that. But do you have the playbook to point it out to them? Because mm -hmm. what they should be doing and what's in writing is two different things. If you bring the writing and leave the emotion out, you get somewhere. But we get so caught up into not being okay with the order and process of life that we allow those emotions to be the narrative for every little thing. And you can't let it do that. With black folks, we have got to start reading and researching and doing more than just social media hearsay she say this is what the topic is for the day they i knew as soon as covid hit that my community was going to take a hit when they came to georgia and cut the budget for family support services i said oh this is what i've been telling everybody because people thought i was crazy i said the government can shut it off at any time you could be getting help today and tomorrow they might say nah i don't want to give it to you and guess what they ain't got to give it to you but what did you do to prepare for the day they said nah i ain't giving it to you right and where do you think them damn stimulus checks came from my community the same and it's black and brown folks over here but ain't nobody rallied up for my people yet everybody was team get the stimulus check and i'm like oh that's about to hurt my people over here but everybody was team stimulus but what we do is we sector we sector things. Okay, since I don't live that, it has nothing to do with me. But no, it's still black and brown disabled folks who's getting getting taken from because your ass don't want to go do what you need to do. Because you too busy with your fucking hand out. Excuse my language. But we have got to do better in that perspective. We are suffering by choice. You have options in this. I made a choice to say my son needs. What do I need to do to make sure I can ante up to that task? Because when I became a mom i said i will walk any fire through any flame to be the best me that i need to be so i can carry him now i can't be over here overweight and out of shape and stupid as hell and not reading nothing and emotionally driven and carrying a whole human can't do that so i gotta do something different to get what he needs i don't have to scrap like everybody else but i want to show people how you can benefit and make this a beautiful situation because we are so clouded by pain and it ain't even gotta be that girl you just said a hell of a lot what you about to say uh, I I was gonna say that um for one I just see so many great things for you in the future Libra because you know you just like you see people that do this and then but you you're right you have a plethora of knowledge and you hear that when you speak and so you know you're not just you know saying any old thing also even earlier I wanted to commend you because you mentioned something about like that you want to show people that you're that you can do it all and so you're like that's what you're trying to show people. And I don't know if you all have been watching Libra's fitness journey online, but I told her like over the summer and then I still slacked off. But yeah, she is really one of my biggest motivators because whenever I think to myself, like, you know what, if Libra can do this and I know, you know, I don't know all in that Zach that you, that you have going and I'm glad to hear that things have been going so well, but you know, I just still know you still have a lot to do and to see you still every day seems like it was so much motivation. And you see, like, you totally see the transformation. And I'm just so, you're like, you, you really did that. You know, I'm proud, you. I'm proud to know you, you know. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate everything that you offer and that you do and your support and your love and your dedication to what I have to offer. I, I always say somebody thinking of you is huge. It takes energy to think of somebody and to be thought of. That's big for me. So I appreciate that. And thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. 
Well, uh, so y'all, the link is up for the gala. Before we close out, is there anything else? Like, I know uh, Anya did ask, is what could we do? Or, you know, I know you said that you are accepting donations. So that can be um, completed throughout the website as well, right? Yes. The link tree. And we need donations for the center. We need school supplies, book bags. We need, we just need a lot of money. We need money to keep it afloat. We need money. We just need money, money and things. So whatever you can give, donate y'all the center right here in the room. It's right here. Y'all see it. It's right here. Like she, she, she here. It's right here. I ain't gonna put the camera on Lisa though, cause she gonna might she might come stab me. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all can uh, also learn I'm sorry. What was that? Just donations through the website. If you have any items, the address is on the website. If you want to bring items, we are gonna put a bin outside where you can drop and go. You know, maintaining the social distancing and all of that good stuff. So, however you can support, we're open. Okay. And also, I just wanted to know that um, even though Lisa wasn't able to uh, get on with us tonight, like we're going to be sharing uh, features from the other speakers and, you know, Lisa's a sponsor and just whoever else. So, okay. we'll, you know, you all can continue to get to know the rest of the our children's story staff and about the uh, cafe as well. And just like how to help, because another thing I just wanted to know, you, you kind of I think it was you that just made this come in something about like. Just the more we get to kind of know, I guess, the community, we kind of like, you know, our, our views or perspectives kind of change. And really, that's what occurred for me. I didn't really know what to expect last year at the gala, even though we had worked with you prior to the year before. But I was like, I don't really know what's going to take place when I get here. And it was just such a good feeling, though, you know. And even though it was an emotional feeling, you know, at the same time. And at the same time, it really made me like look at a lot of things again like hey you know what like you should be grateful but also just it makes you really want to be able to do more you know like yeah. rethink a lot of the things that you're doing so um anybody's just kind of wondering like that's that's my take on it I've, we've also i've also have some content on the site and we're gonna be sharing like some photos and things but i just i just really commend you for what you're doing and i hate to be seeming like a sap or whatever but i'm no, like it's okay <laughs> I just don't think that everybody can really handle, you know, what you do or actually be able to grow it, you know, mm -hmm. but to see what you're doing. That's that's a lot. And you also just know that I always forget about your educational background. So, you know, I didn't really know how things are going to play. And I'm like, oh, OK, so, OK, look at God, you know, so I you even know more about this. <laughs> there you go in that small world because i didn't know until tonight so small world thank you for loving my people definitely definitely that's our people girl not just yours Come that, on part. that part <laughs> that part that part <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight as always always a pleasure to have you do you have anything in closing that you would like to say just live the only thing i got is just live in your purpose when you live in your purpose everything aligns you don't have to force it you don't got to find time for it it's gonna all fit in it ain't got to make sense to nobody else just as long as it feels good to you you move when it don't feel good you don't move that's all i got all right well you have a great evening you too guys thank you bye-bye I had to write that down because I'm putting that somewhere. Living your purpose. I don't care how many times you hear something, but sometimes when you hear something, you know, one thing is like it sticks on you. And we always hear living your purpose, living your purpose, but it's so real when you live in your purpose and when you watch someone who actually loves doing what they're doing and it is hard work. I'm, it is. It's very hard work. 
I've been in classrooms where I've been to special needs um, schools where that's all that's there is special needs kids. I've because you know I have to do um, still, um, observations and stuff. I've been in there where you have kids that that would that that they have to run down and grab because they they leave out their physical and stuff. So in order for in order to do that work is is very hard it's physically like she said and you cannot walk in your purpose a lot of times if you got all the rest of that on you health and you know thinking about other things so yeah. i appreciate her and you guys make sure if you can i mean hell amazon i was sitting here like can we do a walmart <laughs> like having some ship some school supplies ship Oh, I was trying to think of what we could do. <laughs> what we could do as well. So yeah, like um, just I mean, but but I don't. I didn't understand the Amazon part. But you can, you know, we can discuss later on. But I definitely think, you know, for those who are watching as well, if there's something that you can do to help, or even if there's something that maybe we could do, and then just include our viewers or whatever. Like if they wanted to, and we all should do it at one time or something. That would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So um. We do not have a second sponsor for this evening or anything else to discuss, but Anya, do you have anything going on? Nope. Um, just me, lady CEO. Um, I did reach out to some people. Um, my next conference will be seriously single. So go ahead make sure you follow me. Um, lady.ceo on Instagram, lady CEO on Facebook. Um, I'm underscore a underscore lady CEO on um, Twitter and lady CEO media. I will have some things coming up. I reached out to some speakers. Um, God just kind of, I just kind of play it by ear about who I need to have a part. And God just really um, did that for me. Don't forget you guys. Let me tell y'all something. We bring some people on here with great information. I was um, sitting listening to, as I said at the top of the show, I was sitting listening to watching one of our YouTubes today. And I was like, dang, she's smart. Like we bring in some really good people. So don't forget to share, to like, subscribe to both our YouTubes, go to the website. Um, we have some things up there that is very information informational. Um, don't forget on Spotify, please, y'all. Like, Spotify numbers to go up, and we do. You're you're right about that, and I I think I'm already knowing which interview you were talking about. But I kind of listened back to that interview too. I said I know that that's going to be definitely be one I refer back to at times because that's one thing we learn. You know, I know I learned. I think you said that before. We kind of just still learn with you all, but it is a lot of information, a good information that's shared, right? Tonight I have on Black Men Make Me Smile. This is not my shirt. I don't remember where I bought it from. I think I just seen it on Facebook, on Instagram, and was like, they do. So let me get this. Um, always trying to support support people. If you would like to be a sponsor, don't forget, you can email me, A-R-N-Y-A at LadyCL.com. Um, I was going to say something else about the people that we bring on. Oh, we bring on people when we first started this also this is our um anniversary month y'all i'm so excited about that and next we will be talking about pcos but 
and still goes with the PCOS. Damn. Um, <laughs> when we started this this podcast, and I'm I'm gonna say this, and then we can go unless you have something else. Um, it was to bring attention to things that affect our community and show that women can talk. So when Libra said that women can do business, that hit home for me because that's what we intended on showing that we can talk, we can have discussions. We don't have to always agree, but we're going to always love each other in the process and through it. So that was one of our main things with this and to bring people on that was going to educate us and teach us and show us different things. Um, that we don't talk about that's taboo in our um in our community so i'm happy to be still part of theories and thoughts one year later we're almost here just a couple of weeks okay <laughs> well i just um just kind of just one thing on that i've been trying to figure out a way to bet for us to better describe the podcast because I think like what you just said that's important you know we say lifestyle oftentimes but I don't think that's totally it because you know if you really follow the podcast then you see that every pretty much every episode outside of like our wind downs or if we kind of do something that's kind of like I guess even kind of we kind of maybe do the more taboo type of subjects but even still they're still in an educational format so there's always something that you could take away and I feel like it's always a way that you can improve yourself, you know, or improve your life. So um, that's just, you know, if you all have any suggestions, because, you know, or even Anya, if you have suggestions, but I just think that's something that we maybe need to look into, um, you know, as we cross over our year mark. But yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye. I'm glad that y'all also agree because I've been I did see some stuff today. <laughs> so uh, y'all uh, bringing in our guest now is Miss Libra J Hicks of Our Children's Story. And Libra, I'm gonna let you kind of introduce yourself to our audience and tell them about the organization and yourself because I know you can do it better. So <laughs> <laughs> that part. Um, my name is Libra Hicks. And I am founder president of Our Children's Story, a nonprofit organization that services the special needs community. Um, since COVID, we've actually moved to a more virtual platform. We have a specialized group where we offer programs and services through this group. Um, since COVID is here, we can't be in the homes and really you know, touch the community like community like we normally do. So we've moved to a more virtual platform, which has allowed us partnerships with people we wouldn't have been able to partner with prior to COVID. So it's been it's been great. I don't know if you guys can see, but we are in my center. I've partnered with AG Educational Group. She's actually on another meeting. Um, I partnered with AG Educational Group. We have a digital learning cafe and parent resource center. And it is, it's an inclusive cafe where if the mom or dad or family are not able to do digital learning at home effectively, meaning your hands in being available to answer questions because you may be working from home or you might have to go into the office, you can bring them here and we will nurture them and take care of them. We will do tutoring. We will sit with them with digital learning. It is inclusive. We do take special needs children. Uh, we're not doing medically fragile yet, but we are taking children who are moderate, um, not severe, and we are assisting the community. We have scholarships that we are awarding for 
for the cafe. So it's a, it's a lot of things going on, girl. It's a lot of things. I'm excited for you all because I know that the work that you do is really important. Also, I just kind of want to back up one second though because you didn't really tell everybody. You were kind of you went into like y'all got a lot of good stuff going on, but also let them know what our children's story does. Like you know, so what we do is we do a lot of support groups. We do a lot of education on IEPs, how to advocate effectively. We do a lot of financial training. We teach families how to manage their finances. One of the things that a lot of families do not consider when you're caring for a disabled loved one or elderly is what does the future look like when you are no longer or if something happens to you tomorrow? What will happen going forward? A lot of families don't understand that the state gets involved and your your child then becomes awarded to the state. There's a lot of planning that goes into making sure your child or your your loved one that you're caring for is taken care of. We care for, we take care of doctor's appointments. If you can't meet the copay and we have the budget, we will cover that. We've covered prescriptions. We've covered. We've done utility assistance. We've done groceries. We've done medical supplies. We've done, you know, we've assisted with raising money for funerals when children have passed. It's it's a lot that we we. Do. I don't have like it's kind of hard to like bullet point exactly it's kind of like if there's a need that needs to be met and we have the budget to meet it then I'll meet the need um, so that's pretty much what we do it's, it's a lot under this umbrella um, with the with the sisterhood group we're able to we're going to be able to stream the gala people that typically wouldn't have access to come physically to Georgia to participate are now able to participate um, I have honorees in other states that can participate i'm not just limited to georgia um so that's pretty much you know inclusive opportunities we do a lot of that it's not a lot of opportunities for the special needs community because unfortunately society says what pretty is you know if pretty does not meet the standard of society guess what you don't get an opportunity so for me it's important i have two boys with special needs my oldest son anthony jr he's 14 and he has cerebral palsy and epilepsy He's 100% dependent. No one's going to come and offer him anything. And if they do, it's out of sympathy. It's never for what his value is, what his being is, what he offers this world. He's Because of his physical limitations, he's been written off. Um, my youngest son, Lyric, who's four, has autism. They deem him incapable because he might just need a few corrections, a little, just a little bit redirecting. But based on society, he's not good enough to have the same equal opportunities as a typical functioning child would. So we do a lot of events to make sure that they are incorporated, that they feel important. If they are, I have a DJ who has cerebral palsy. I make it a point to hire him whenever I can to keep him employed as much as I can. We just don't. I, that's why I'm here. We just don't get the chance, and so I'm here to give it. <laughs> and I remember meeting the DJ. Even as you were talking, I was thinking about him then, you know. And um, also even with the vendors that you had at the last gala, like you know that that. And I don't know. This wasn't just one of my original questions, but just you know, because I really think that what you're doing is so important. And then also, I'm like, dang, I'm kind of cutting you out because you know, but. But I, I just kind of, one thing I think that has been hard um, just for me, even like when I'm trying to report on this, like you mentioned something um, at the gala and I think you, I, I quoted it in the article just uh, in the recap when I was, when you said that about like, 
people often say i can't imagine and then you was like you know you don't have to imagine because i'm telling you and and that always really makes me think twice now but at the same time i still kind of struggle with like i don't know how to to really discuss this subject you know i don't know if anya feels this way i don't really know like should we say special needs you know i don't really know I what you're saying so okay. you know i'm real girl you know i'm real well I was, uh, I was there saying. is really no right or wrong way right when people get upset over certain terms it's because they haven't healed from the diagnosis they haven't healed from being receiving information that is life-changing they're not healed from the emotion that comes with not having what everybody else has right so there's really no right or wrong there's really no say this don't say that you'll tap dance forever doing that just report it as you can the best way that you can you can't you can't do it like i can because you don't live it every day so i know how to tap dance with my people i know okay this particular person can't handle if i come off the cuff and keep it real and use these terms they I, you know one of the reasons i've got into advocacy is because a lot of people get caught up in the definition when they're filling out applications and unfortunately the terms, the incorrect terms based on emotions that people have are in the textbooks. My argument to families is you got to be okay with the terms. You can't change what they have pegged these terms to be, but you can change how you respond and receive it. If this is not your life, if you don't view your child as this, then don't engage in it. So words like retard, that doesn't bother me. We use that word loosely, like we use the N word. It doesn't have an effect on me because I don't view my children as retards. And if we really did the homework on what the definition means, it has nothing to do with the special needs community in the, in the first place. Even the word handicap, it doesn't have. It was when the word was created, it had no intent for this community. It was migrated in to be used for the community. So. There's really for you, report it as you can, the best way you see fit, the best way that your heart tells you to do it. That's the best way to do it. Cause otherwise you'll tap dance and you can't do that. You'll become a puppet girl. They, they, they emotional and I get it. Cause I've been there. I know what it's like to get hit with stuff. And it, it, with Moo, it, my oldest, I call him Moo. He prepared me for my youngest because it was one thing after another, after another, and it was touch and go at times and it was okay is he coming home is he not coming home oh my god he cold blue oh my god is this i went through that so any little thing would set me off it's equivalent to the politics going on you really don't know how to work because everybody is emotional as hell so there's really no way for you to move just just verbalize it the best way you can based on the perceptions that you have i was gonna say that um <clears throat> Everything that you just said, Libra, is 100% true. I um, when I did when um when I decided education, the college that I went to, I had to do a um, I had to do a certificate, and my certificate is special needs. So I say special needs or special education in the teacher room. My degree is education, so we say special needs or special um, um special education. I actually adore special needs kids. They are the sweetest kids. They are so loving. I first was introduced to just that whole aspect. Yeah, you have the kids when you're in school, but as an adult, um, I was dating a guy and his nephew had autism. 
and we were somewhere we were at i think we were in the hospital his mother was in the hospital and his nephew had they climbed all on me but i was okay yeah i was like you know i'm 20 something early 20s and he's just kissing on me and he's just all over me and that's when i fell in love with it so it was kind of you know what if I'm gonna do this, I want to work with special needs kids. I want to. I want to work with autism. I want to work with emotional disturbed behavior. I want to work with all the rest of these kids that nobody else is gonna want to deal with. Right. And um, you said something. You said that you employ them because other people won't. I'm like that with black people. Like I <laughs> employ black people because I'm like you know intentionally go find a black doctor and this or this that the other because nobody's going to employ them. Um, I don't know if you remember, I met you last May, um, at the, um, at the conference. <laughs> the conference. Yes. Sam, absolutely love everything that you do. And Aww. I applaud you for having your own kids and still having the heart to help everyone else. But it puts you on the front line to decide to, you know, to, it puts you on the front line of seeing what is the need. So my question is, and I may have looked at this, but just for our audience, how long have you been doing this? And what was the turning point that made you say, you know what? I want to do this. I have to be an advocate. I have to start this business. To do it. So for me, it started when I first recognized that my son was having challenges. So around when he was maybe three, things were like real, real rough. We, we, it, it, was, it was a rough period. And I was doing support groups at a library in uh, Stone Mountain, Georgia. And that's how all of this kind of just morphed into what it is now. I literally started as a support group. It was literally me and about two other moms. And we got together once a month on a Sunday um, at a library. And we would, the intent was to share resources, to vent. Um, and because truth be told, for us melanated folks it's hard to gain access to the resources so it's kind of like if you if you go to a white woman if you go to canadian whoever the caucus mountains people whoever well they're not telling you you know this is available that's available you have to dig and read and research but not everyone is as resilient as me even with Anthony being in and out of the hospital and touch and go moments and surgery after surgery and this and that, it, there were, I just, I'm like, my, my duty, even in the state of mind that I was in, is to make sure that he's okay. So if I got to read 35 million pamphlets to find the answer, well, then I guess I'm going to read 35 million pamphlets. But everybody isn't as resilient. They get tired. You, you know, when it comes to taking care of a medically fragile child, it depends on you for every ounce of their being it takes a lot you know what i'm saying it's, it's a very taxing situation so by the time you've battled with insurance battled with the schools you don't have it in you you just don't have it in you but i had it in me and one of the things that i noticed doing the support groups at the library was wait a minute i'm the only one with a plethora of information Something's wrong here. Something is wrong here. I'm the only one with a plethora of information. But they're in breakdown and in pain. And the answer right here. So they're too tired. You're too tired to read. 
okay, now what does this need to look like? Because this is more than a support group. And then I didn't know what a 501c3 was. I didn't know what a nonprofit was. I'd heard of nonprofit, but I didn't know what it entailed until a lady at the library presented me with a flyer and said, listen, I want you to go to this free workshop about grants and 501c3 and nonprofits. And I'm like, okay, it's just, I don't know what this is, but it sounds like information. So what day, what time and where? Okay, I guess I'll be there. And when I got there, I learned so much and I said, okay, that's what I should be doing. And I didn't have a name. I didn't have anything. It just literally was, okay, this is what I should be doing. And so I just said, I don't know what this will morph into, what it's gonna look like, but I do know what will take me is my honesty, my loyalty, and my knowledge. And so I'm gonna package that on up and we just will make it do what it do. And that's, I mean, we went from that to this whole situation here. <laughs> Girl, look, honesty, loyalty, and what was the last one? Honey, honesty, loyalty, and knowledge. And knowledge. Um, what you said was so true. So many times people write off their kids and they're not willing to put in the work because they've already written off the child. They're trying to make it seem like they haven't written off the child. But baby, that right there, I'm going I'm to I'm be quoting you. You know, because you became an advocate for your child. So now you advocate for other children. And I can appreciate that. Thanks. So I know that last year the gala, um, Fancy was able to attend. I was going to try to attend, but I wasn't able to make it. Um, Fancy, were you an honoree or something? No, I wasn't covered it, but I had such a good time, though. It, it okay. was so nice. I couldn't like, around. My apologies. <laughs> That's and okay. she just talked about it, and she said, Libra had it was so nice. And, and I was like, okay. You know, now I'm mad because I missed it. You know, you know. <laughs> You'll be like, I should, I, I should have figured but it out. You can this year, girl. It's virtual, boo. It's virtual. All you got to do is log in this year, baby. And the whole week, the week of the gala, I have events all week in my group. So we have IEP workshop. We have a yoga class. We have a financial class. We have a concert. Like, we have a plethora of things that's going to pop off the entire week leading to the gala. So it's... It's going to be one for the books. It's new for me. You know, the virtual arena doing stuff virtual. I'm like, okay, we're going to make it work. Because I ain't canceling. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> so tell us the dates. Tell us the dates. Tell us what's going on each day. I wanted to segue into that. Tell us what's, what can be expected. And what do you need from Ooh. us? So what, okay, so the date is September 26th. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern time via Zoom. You can get, y'all, my phone going off. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on, hold on. One second. My phone just going off. Um, you can get the tickets on my website. They are free. Tickets are free. So you just have to register for the event to get the reminders. But all you need to do is go to my website, ourchildrensstory.org, and you will see events. Just go on, on the events. Click on purple and green gala. It will provide you with information about the gala and how to register. Um, each day we have makeup. We have Monday. What do we have Monday? Monday we have IEP class. Tuesday, I believe that is yoga. Wednesday, we have makeup with my makeup artist, Lily. Thursday, we have, oh my God, we have, oh, it's 
we have a financial advisor coming in friday is the concert and i still have people coming in to be a part so it might be three or four events in a day i don't know we're gonna see what the emails do when i read them <laughs> but we have something every day we will have plenty of giveaways raffles so even if you don't have the money to spend i have something for you there's opportunity to win stuff you can buy raffle tickets to win beautiful things people have donated for me to auction off um you get to see see the honorees accept their award awards they have i've just shipped them out so they all should be touching down into their locations now package them up real pretty with the awards and self-care items so that they can do have their spa treatments the gala for me is an opportunity to we don't do a lot of appreciating one another we don't do a lot of recognizing one another everything is just me 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 i i i take 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 gimme 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 no one ever stops to say i see you i see what you're striving towards i see how you've elevated i see what you put in i value you i appreciate you we are so far beyond that and through my organization not only am i helping families that care for loved ones with special needs but my one of my biggest goals is to dispel that black women can't do business yes we can she over here i know she she ain't trying to get in this camera right now because she just came up on me and i ain't gonna put on the spot but <laughs> but oh, she wants she got the nerve to be watching y'all i see her coming <laughs> say hey lisa everybody say hey lisa there you go hey lisa <laughs> hey lisa <laughs> so we i really want to get rid of the stigma that is placed on us. I want to show that we do do community service, that we can have difficult situations and work through them and still love each other and be open and honest and communicate to build. We don't do that. So I am on a mission to show that it can be done. My partner, whole female, black female. My grant writer, whole black female. Okay, my staff, whole, all black women. So I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, this is much bigger than me when you fully walk in your purpose and then i'll shut up <laughs> when you fully walk in your purpose there's nothing that can actually stop you there's not a distraction that can take you off your path there is nothing that can keep you from reaching that my goal is much bigger it's beyond my children it's beyond me this is you this is fantasy this is lisa this is everybody that feels stuck and and incapable every move I, is purposeful so women can see it can be done there is no trying honey i'm right here and i'm doing it all and i'm gonna lay it out so you can do it too wow i love it i, I just want to say um when you said it about like when you're operating in your purpose it's almost as if because to me i began to see it as if like everything almost becomes figure outable i don't know how you say it but you know like you start to just be like a lot of things before you might have been like oh i don't know how i could now it's just like no nah, i just need to figure out how to get this done and i know i can make that happen so i totally feel you on that and then I there was also um some oh i wanted to ask you because i have this link tree link up on the crawler is that one still good to you yes that is good that is okay. a link tree will put you directly to, into anything if you click on the purple and green gala it'll drop you in a registration if you want to learn more about ocs it'll drop you on my website link tree is so much easier it gains you access to everything right on site <laughs> girl yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> I also wanted to know that, like, what is the when you mentioned the IEP? I wasn't familiar with that. Is 
So IEP is an individualized educational plan and oh. it's individualized per each child. So all it is is that the school system, you'll do an evaluation to see what services and what programs the school system offers and that you may qualify for. Now, the sticky thing with that is that's where the advocacy piece comes in, because unfortunately, what the system will do is try to shortchange you, especially us melanated folks. And they bank on us not reading. They bank on us not knowing. So that's where the advocacy comes in because parents really don't know what their rights are, what they are entitled to, what they what they have access to. Sometimes information is left out. Sometimes they will dumb it down and, not, and intentionally not give you stuff. So it's a lot. I mean, the, it's, it's, it's pretty much what it is, but it's still some intricate things that have to happen in order for Black families to be treated fairly. And that's why the advocates are needed. Correct. Because it, it's, it's kind of like this. If your kid is a it cannot um, take a test, something as simple as they're not good test takers in 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 any form. Right, I know what you're saying. Right, have a whisper phone where he can whisper, he can say, he can say it out loud, and he hears it because some kids have to hear what they're saying with ADHD and things right. like that. So it could be something as small as that. It could be something as small as when they're taking a test, they're taken out of the classroom mm -hmm. and someone is reading the question to them and teaching them. My nephew had, um, he had inclusive and exclusive. So he had someone that would come in and work with him. And this is for all students. Like they can have a, a person come in and work with them on their work inside the classroom and then they have times when they take them out of the classroom and, and work, work with them individually so IEP for a special needs kid is so important and that's when you have to advocate because if you don't know that my child needs to hear this in order for them to do it if they banking on you not doing it they're not going to do it and these things are free yeah for the yeah. child this yeah. is free to the parent you know and different things it's even in college you know with me being dyslexic there's things that i could have tapped into but i was like let me get out out of here with this degree right but, <laughs> right um, there's different things but you have to read like libra said you have to read up on it you have to know what your rights is and you have to force them to do it well yeah, i've never heard of that um but i have been kind of just just since you all are you know i'm kind of seeing it maybe possibly even kind of along the same lines um of like how with the with children being labeled as 504 and like yeah. my therapist was actually telling me that it's actually kind of beneficial for us to allow our kids to be labeled that way whereas like pretty much for as long as i've been hearing it because this is still kind of new to me um just kind of like helping a family member i've begun to kind of learn about this and everybody was like oh no uh -uh, don't want to be labeled that you know and so i was like oh okay so we're supposed to keep this a secret and then as I was talking with my therapist about it more, she was like, why, you know, why are you all doing that? Don't you realize that there are benefits to that? You know, don't you realize that that could actually be the scholarship? You know, that could be how so-and-so pays for college if you go through with it. But initially when you hear that, you know, you begin to think it's a bad thing. And she actually told me that it's a lot of people that don't look like us that actually allow their kids to be labeled this way so that they can get those. You know what's funny when you say that, Nancy, and I'm going to just keep it 100. Us melanated folks have got to stop being so emotional when you hear certain terms. 
because when the white folks go do stuff, they using all them terms we get bent out of shape about. Every term that you are bent out of shape out about is what's getting them into them doors that you complain about wanting to be in. You just don't want to play the game the way it needs to be played to get into the door. And then when you make it in the door, you change the rules. You want to change the rules, tell them how you're going to come in their house, how you're going to rearrange their furniture child, and they're not about to let you do that. You work a lot harder, not smarter. You play their game. You learn the rules. You get in the house. Let them like you enough to change up some things. And then you can make some moves, but all this hollering and screaming and gimme, gimme, gimme ain't going to do nothing. Them terms that move you to cry and flip out and do all that unnecessary emotional mess is what's keeping you from having access to what you need to have quality of life. If we can understand that them emotions is what's causing you to not have, you might get a little something. I'm just saying. I, I totally agree with you. And that's my team. <laughs> I remember, you're so silly. I remember as, when I used to nanny, um, there was a, a little boy, and you know what, an autism kid, they don't like to be around, well, they can be around other people, but loud noises. Yeah. And then they're watching like, moves that's too fast don't work for them and they want to touch they they don't so i remember a kid um coming and displaying different things now i'm not a diagnostician however because i have taken the classes i can kind of spot spot it and the mom said the dad wouldn't want wouldn't let the child the child was like three wouldn't let him get tested get diagnosed because of the shame and that's the thing we have shame i feel like as an adult i found out that i was dyslexic but i always read slow and you know although i was highly functioning i went to one of the best high schools in new Orleans. i went to the best high school in new orleans we had to take a test to get in there you know i was i was i i was smart i just had that one thing i could not react did not like read now i'm a journalist who would have thought however it's that you know yeah. if i would have got the help back in third grade when they was putting me in that and my parents didn't you know didn't allow it or whatever reason didn't allow me to the forces that be that would have allowed me maybe you know i would have grown to like reading but here i am i hate it because it's like the comprehension and yeah. i'm one of them kids that could have used the whisper phone i'm gonna tell you a documentary to watch do you remember willowbrook Willowbrook is a documentary and I and I and I want you to watch that. It will break down a lot of things. A lot of things that people don't understand, especially when it comes to us melanated folks. And I mean us brown folks, Spanish folks, Mexican folks, Puerto Rican, Dominican, we all are one and the same, but that's another conversation. Um, what they do is they make more from our ignorance and not us getting the diagnosis you know what happens what we do we turn them over to the state to take care of them because now we stressed as hell right so now we put them in these group homes what you think is happening in these group homes their spirits is being broke down because there's abuse there's high abuse high because there's unqualified people lack of staff to take care of these individuals they bank on that so that you can willingly say i can't do it i ain't got no 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 here you do it and then you let these people do whatever they want because you gave up. And that's why they evoke 
certain emotions on certain words, just like with funeral. And this is going to sound cold, but I'm going to say it. Order a process of life. Death is happening, whether it's today, tomorrow, five years from now, 10 years from now. We all got an expiration date. But what is the common thing that we all do? We flip out when the person dies. Oh, my God. So-and-so died. But people have been dying for how long? And why are we still emotionally attached to that? That's how they get you to spend all your money at these funerals, because you are emotionally attached. You ain't supposed to be spending that kind of money on a damn funeral. But for some reason, we get caught up in the emotion which drives us to do crazy things that don't make no sense. That's how they keep making money. And then it keeps you in a state of cloud to keep you from doing this and researching. So now you ain't researching nothing because you're just out here focusing straight on emotion. They should be doing. I get that. But do you have the playbook to point it out to them? Because mm-hmm. what they should be doing and what's in writing is two different things. If you bring the writing and leave the emotion out, you get somewhere. But we get so caught up into not being okay with the order of process of life that we allow those emotions to be the narrative for every little thing. And you can't let it do that. With black folks, we have got to start reading and researching and doing more than just social media hearsay she say this is what the topic is for the day they i knew as soon as covid hit that my community was going to take a hit when they came to georgia and cut the budget for family support services i said oh this is what i've been telling everybody because people thought i was crazy i said the government can shut it off at any time you could be getting help today and tomorrow they might say nah i don't want to give it to you and guess what they ain't got to give it to you but what did you do to prepare for the day they said, nah, I ain't giving it to you. Right. And where do you think them damn stimulus checks came from? My community, the same, and it's black and brown folks over here, but ain't nobody rallied up for my people yet. Everybody was team, get the stimulus check. And I'm like, oh, that's about to hurt my people over here. But everybody was team stimulus. But what we do is we sector. We sector things. Okay, since I don't live that, it has nothing to do with me. But no, it's still black and brown disabled folks who's getting getting taken from because your ass don't want to go do what you need to do. Because you too busy with your fucking hand now. Excuse my language. But we have got to do better in that perspective. We are suffering by choice. You have options in this. I made a choice to say my son needs. What do I need to do to make sure I can ante up to that task? Because when I became a mom, I said I will walk any fire through any flame to be the best me that I need to be so I can carry him. Now, I can't be over here overweight and out of shape and stupid as hell and not reading nothing and emotionally driven and carrying a whole human. Can't do that. So I got to do something different to get what he needs. I don't have to scrap like everybody else, but I want to show people how you can benefit and make this a beautiful situation because we are so clouded by pain and it ain't even got to be that. Girl, you just said a hell of a lot. What you about to say? Uh, I I was gonna say that um for one I just see so many great things for you in the future Libra because you know you just like you see people that do this and then but you you're right you have a plethora of knowledge and you hear that when you speak and so you know you're not just you know saying any old thing also even earlier I wanted to commend you because you mentioned something about like that you want to show people that you're that you can do it all and so you're like that's what you're trying to show people. And I don't know if you all have been watching Libra's fitness journey online, but I told her like over the summer and then I still slept out. 
But yeah, she is really one of my biggest motivators because whenever I think to myself, like, you know what, if Libra can do this, and I know, you know, I don't know all in that Zach that you that you have going on. I'm glad to hear that things have been going so well, but you know, I just still know you still have a lot to do. And to see you still every day seems like it was so much motivation. And you see, like, you totally see the transformation. And I'm just so, you're like, you, you really did that. You know, I'm proud, you. I'm proud to know you, you know. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate everything that you offer and that you do and your support and your love and your dedication to what I have to offer. I, I always say somebody thinking of you is huge. It takes energy to think of somebody and to be thought of. That's big for me. So I appreciate that. And thank you for that. Well, uh, so y'all, the link is up for the gala. Before we close out, is there anything else? Like, I know uh, Anya did ask, is what could we do? Or, you know, I know you said that you are accepting donations. So that can be um, completed throughout the website as well, right? Yes. The link tree. And we need donations for the center. We need school supplies, book bags. We need, we just need a lot of money. We need money to keep it afloat. We need money. We just need money, money and things. So whatever you can give, donate y'all the center right here in the room. It's right here. Y'all see it. It's right here. Like she, she, she here. It's right here. I ain't gonna put the camera on Lisa though. Cause she gonna might, she might come stab me. <laughs> 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 but I'm sorry, what was that? Just donations through the website. If you have any items, the address is on the website. If you want to bring items, we are going to put a bin outside where you can drop and go, you know, maintaining the social distancing and all of that good stuff. So, however, you can support, we're open. Okay. And also, I just wanted to know that um, even though Lisa wasn't able to uh, get on with us tonight, like we're going to be sharing uh, features from the other speakers and, you know, Lisa's a sponsor and just whoever else. So, okay. we'll, you know, you all can continue to get to know the rest of the our children's story staff and about the uh, cafe as well. And just like how to help, because another thing I just wanted to know, you, you kind of I think it was you that just made this come in something about like. Just the more we get to kind of know, I guess, the community, we kind of like, you know, our, our views or perspectives kind of change. And really, that's what occurred for me. I didn't really know what to expect last year at the gala, even though we had worked with you prior to the year before. But I was like, I don't really know what's going to take place when I get here. And it was just such a good feeling, though, you know. And even though it was an emotional feeling, you know, at the same time. And at the same time, it really made me like look at a lot of things again like hey you know what like you should be grateful but also just it makes you really want to be able to do more you know like yeah. rethink a lot of the things that you're doing so um anybody's just kind of wondering like that's that's my take on it I've, we've also i've also have some content on the site and we're gonna be sharing like some photos and things but i just i just really commend you for what you're doing and i hate to be seeming like a sap or whatever but i'm no, like it's okay <laughs> Cause I just don't think that everybody can really handle, you know, what you do or actually be able to grow it, you know, mm -hmm. but to see what you're doing, that's, that's a lot. And you also just know, I always forget about your educational background. So, you know, I didn't really know how things are going to play. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, okay. Look at God, you know, so I you even know more about this. <laughs> there you go. And that small world because I didn't know until tonight. So small world, thank you for loving my people. Definitely, definitely. That's our people, girl, not just yours. Come that on part. In. That part. <laughs> that part. <laughs>
that part. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight. As always, always a pleasure to have you. Do you have anything in closing that you would like to say? Just live. The only thing I got is just live in your purpose. When you live in your purpose, everything aligns. You don't have to force it. You don't got to find time for it. It's going to all fit in. It ain't got to make sense to nobody else. Just as long as it feels good to you, you move. When it don't feel good, you don't move. That's all I got. All right. Well, you have a great evening. You too, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. I had to write that down because I'm putting that somewhere. Living your purpose. I don't care how many times you hear some, but sometimes when you hear some, you know, one thing is like it sticks on you. And we always hear living your purpose, living your purpose, but it's so real when you live in your purpose and when you watch someone who actually loves doing what they're doing and it is hard work. I'm, it is. It's very hard work. I've been in classrooms where I've been to special needs um, schools where that's all that's there is special needs kids. I've, because, you know, I have to do, um, um, observations and stuff I've been in there where you have kids that that would that that they have to run down and grab because they they leave out their physical and stuff so in order for in order to do that work is is very hard it's physically like she said and you cannot walk in your purpose a lot of times if you got all the rest of that on you helped and you know thinking about other things so I appreciate her and you guys make sure if you can I mean hell Amazon I was sitting here like can we do a Walmart <laughs> like have some ship some school supplies ship oh I was trying to think of what we could do <laughs> what we could do as well so yeah like um just I mean but but I don't I didn't understand the Amazon part but you can you know we can discuss later on but I definitely think you know for those who are watching as well if there's something that you can do to help or even if there's something that maybe we could do and then just include our viewers or whatever like if they wanted to and we all should start at one time or something that would be a good idea that would be a good idea we'll talk about it okay all right so um we did not have a second sponsor for this evening or anything else to discuss but Anya, do you have anything going on? Nope. Um, just me, lady CEO. Um, I did reach out to some people. Um, my next conference will be seriously single. So go ahead, make sure you follow me. Um, lady.ceo on Instagram, lady CEO on Facebook. Um, I'm underscore a underscore lady CEO on um twitter and lazy media i will have some things coming up i reached out to some speakers um god just kind of i just kind of play it by ear about who i need to have a part and god just really um did that for me don't forget you guys let me tell y'all something we bring some people on here with great information I was um, sitting listening to, as I said at the top of the show, I was sitting listening to watching one of our YouTubes today. And I was like, dang, she's smart. Like we bring in some really good people. So don't forget to share, to like, subscribe to both our YouTubes, go to the website. Um, we have some things up there that is very information, informational. Um, 
don't subscribe forget on Spotify, please, y'all. Like, yes. I Spotify numbers to go up, and we do. You're, you're right about that, and I, I think I'm already knowing which interview we're talking about. But I kind of listened back to that interview too. I said I know that that's going to be definitely be one I refer back to at times because that's one thing we learn. You know, I know I learned. I think you said that before. We kind of just still learn with you all, but it is a lot of information, a good information that's shared, right? Tonight I have one, Black Men Make Me Smile. This is not my shirt. I don't remember where I bought it from. I think I just seen it on Facebook, on Instagram, and was like, they do. So let me get this. Um, always trying to support support people. If you would like to be a sponsor, don't forget, you can email me, A-R-N-Y-A at LadyCL.com. Um, I was going to say something else about the people that we bring on. Oh, we bring on people when we first started this also this is our um anniversary month y'all i'm so excited about that and next we will be talking about pcos but until goes with the pcos i am um, <laughs> when we started this this podcast and I'm, I'm gonna say this and then we can go unless you have something else um it was to bring attention to things that affect our community and show that women can talk. So when Libra said that women can do business, that hit home for me because that's what we intended on showing, that we can talk, we can have discussions. We don't have to always agree, but we're going to always love each other in the process and through it. So that was one of our main things with this and to bring people on that was going to educate us and teach us and show us different things. Um, that we don't talk about that's taboo in our um in our community so i'm happy to be still part of theories and thoughts one year later we're almost here just a couple of weeks okay <laughs> well i just um just kind of just one thing on that i've been trying to figure out a way to bet for us to better describe the podcast because I think like what you just said that's important you know we say lifestyle oftentimes but I don't think that's totally it because you know if you really follow the podcast then you see that every pretty much every episode outside of like our wind downs or if we kind of do something that's kind of like I guess even kind of we kind of maybe do the more taboo type of subjects but even still they're still in an educational format so there's always something that you could take away and I feel like it's always a way that you can improve yourself, you know, or improve your life. So um, that's just, you know, if you all have any suggestions, because, you know, or even Anya, if you have suggestions, but I just think that's something that we maybe need to look into, um, you know, as we cross over our year mark. But yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye.